Welcome to the second part of Banter on the Bench. This is part two from the first episode. This is the part that got lopped off. Um, this one is going to be the longer one of the two. It runs about hour 20, hour 25-ish. It's going to be a long one. Mostly just us discussing our fantasy football teams. If you want to hear that, great. I love to hear it. But if you skip it, not going to be offended. It is a long listen, so maybe this is one you listen to in the car or, you know, when you're supposed to be doing homework or when you're in a class and the class is just boring. So, But it is going to be a bit more of a drag. Like I said, just want to split it up that way. It wasn't too intimidating. It's a little bit less intimidating now because now it's like a 30-minute video, an hour and a half video. So a little bit better, but in the future, they shouldn't be this long, so no need to worry. Um, either way, like I said in the last episode, if you have any comments, any questions, any ideas, anything you want to see improved or added, even viewer questions, um, feel free to go to our Instagram, Banter on the Bench, exactly as it appears on the screen. Same spelling, same logo, and just do whatever you want to do there. Shoot us a DM, maybe like a few posts, whatever you want to do. But if you do listen to this episode, we appreciate it. We think that oh, it is a bit longer. There is some good substance in there, and we enjoyed making it a lot. So we would appreciate it if you listen to it. That's all for now. Roll the intro. They may not be going to the pros. They might not ever play a sport again. But one thing is for sure. Their banter is legendary. This is Banter on the Bench. But maybe we should talk about a week one that's more personal to us all. Um, we did a fantasy draft exactly 10 or 12 hours ago. Yeah, we did. Ten man league. We still have to get the twenty dollars for everybody. So I don't know how that's going to happen, but we're going to figure that out. I could collect from people around here. I could probably do the same. Um, we'll figure it out. But yeah, just, we can figure it all out. How's everyone feeling about their team? You guys feeling good about your team we drafted this year? I'm kind of feeling good about it. All right, I'll go first with mine. Should I? Yeah, go for it. <laughs> the man was ready. I am ready. He I'm was, ready to he talk was about prepped. My team. He had like the notes and everything. No, I didn't even have no. I woke up. I almost slept through the draft. That, I yeah. woke up about five minutes before, and I'm like, "What time is it? Oh, oh we have a draft in five minutes." Lie. It's a good thing I said for ten fifteen. I woke up seven minutes before the draft. <laughs> I checked in the group chat. I checked it in the group chat. I literally said, just woke up, boys, a lull, and it was literally seven minutes before the trip. So I literally yeah. set it to 10.15, not 10 a.m. for whatever reason last night. So I'm like, yeah, this feels like a better time. And it turns out I saved both of you guys getting auto-drafted. <laughs> yeah. So. It would have at least been a thank you, thank you. Ready, round or yeah. two with auto-draft. I'm already unofficial MVP is what I'm hearing. So. Okay. Well, yeah. so we got let's MVP over there. But we'll, let's talk about the teams. So – my first pick in the league at the seventh pick was Dalvin Cook. What do you guys think about Dalvin Cook this year? Let's before I get further into the um, team. What do you think about Cook? Oh, he never wrecks me. I remember last year I traded Najee Harris for him straight up because I had a Steelers fan in the league, so Steelers dementia set in. But the the weird thing with Dalvin is he's always somehow hurt for a game or two, so you have to. Be careful of that, but if you can yeah. get Alexander Madison, you should be fine because Madison does perform extremely well. Um, 
Injury concerns are the only concerns, but he's much more durable than a guy like CMC or Saquon in recent years. So it's oh it's, for sure. It's a good pick at seven. I like it a lot. Yeah, I liked Alvin Cook at seven. I took him because I really wanted a running back over uh, wide receivers, and I think Jamar and Debo were still. I'm, I know Debo was still available. Debo he was, was available, available in the third. for a while. Yeah, he did not get. Yeah, taken. he went. He went in like the thirties. I, I remember Noah took him. Mm. I'm like, how did he? Because Noah has both Jettis and Debo. And I'm like, that's kind of scary, but it's kind of we'll spooky. see how it goes. Yeah, that's the. Let's just say he's got some some trading power. I got some trading power too. I'll get to that later on. Um, so I took Dalvin Cook first, and next up was Fournette. Uh, I kind of like my running backs. Uh, Fournette, when he's used right on that Bucks offense, he's he gets a lot of points. He gets a lot of yards. He gets a lot of touchdowns. Yeah. So I, I kind of uh, like that. He's got top 10 value at the running back position. Oh, for sure. I think so. he finished at 6 last year, I want to say. Uh, yeah, I didn't really see the metric on Fournette, but I would like to say that you were right. If these position ranks are from last year, then he finished at 6. Yeah, he had a pretty mm-hmm. good campaign, but it wasn't like super media-focused. It was more underground than normal. Because I remember the year before, he yeah. struggled with uh, fighting off Ronald Jones, but... Last year he was pretty solid. Missed the last few games, but last year, so from week ten to week fifteen, actually, yeah, uh, seventeen point two, thirteen point four, forty four point one, twenty two point two, twenty three point two, thirteen point seven, and he only went single digits in terms of points twice throughout the season. The only thing that concerns me with Leonard um, is that he's not a big receiver. Okay, he's a big receiving back. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, he just... is. He gets a lot of targets. He gets a lot of receptions. I'm concerned that the rookie they took out of Arizona State, um, Richard James, Sean might take White. some uh, passing game yeah, from him. Yeah, he might, so, he might take some of the passing game, yeah. but I feel like Fournette's gonna, still going to be all the way up there. He still should be a heavily utilized guy, kind of underground. Not as popular for fantasy. Not the first name that comes to mind, but definitely a good running back too. Very, very solid running back too. Like very solid. He honestly, he should be kind of a second round league winner, in my opinion. But you don't call people in the second second round uh, league winners because you know you expect them to be good. But to con- uh, continuing on with my team, let's go back up to QB. Jalen Hurts. I took him. I forgot what pick I took him with, but I remember I kind of reached for him, like maybe 20 picks ahead. Uh, uh, I took him 67th. I kind of reached for him, past Kyler Murray, in fact, because I kind of had a better feeling about him. Well, You took Kyler Murray, I, too. <laughs> and I took Kyler Murray, too, because he was still there at my next picks, and I'm like, I could use this to trade. So I took Kyler Murray. So I'm actually going to wait until the season starts and see how they do, see how my running backs are. And if I really need to, like, Kyler Murray's kind of assurance for me. Because there are people that could use a better quarterback or mm-hmm. something like that. You know? Definitely not me. Yeah. Uh, I'm fine with just my one quarterback. No problems here. With Joe, you got Joe Burrow, right? Joe Burr. Yeah, we're good. Joe Burr. I had, I had him last year. 
Um, I had him last. He was very good last year, up and down some weeks, but I I do like having two elite quarterbacks like this. Uh, her, elite fantasy, I should say, because Jalen Hurts is not an elite. Yeah. Blake might be a good guy to snipe. Blake would be a good guy to trade to. He's only got Trey Lance. I know he's high in yeah, Trey Lance. Yeah, I was I was looking at him. Uh, Trey Lance. And I very, was kind of thinking. Very high ceiling. I could get him. Floor, like a bouncy house. Yeah, he's he's kind of there. You know, they brought back Jimmy G, so they literally could start Jimmy G over Lance any any day of the week. Yeah, it's it's a matter um, of almost if well, a strong if I should say. Yes, strong F. So I have Jalen Hurts starting, and Murray is on the bench right now. My wide receiver core starting right now is Keenan Allen and Jalen Waddle. Uh, Jalen Tyreek is going to take attention away from Waddle, but I feel like Tyreek's going to be more like that deeper guy, and Waddle is kind of a, you know, he's just a good target. He had 104 receptions last year as a rookie. That's a record. So I like picking him again this year. I I feel like Tua's gonna have a nice breakout year. I do like Tua. Tua turn a ball over. I think Tua's gonna be a lot better with that this year. And I took Keenan Allen because he's he was pretty consistent last year with his fantasy. Like he didn't have big big breakout games, but he was consistent. And I like that. I like having assurance in my mind that I'll have some decent points from Keenan Allen. Uh, let's see. Tight end, I'm kind of weak at this place right here because it wasn't until pick, let me check, 114 that I took Hunter Henry. So, yeah, I did not reach at all for a tight end. I did not go early for tight end. Um, I probably would have a better tight end if I didn't take Murray. But Murray was just too juicy sitting up there, you know. I think Hunter Henry is going to be pretty involved in the passing, in the passing game this year in New England. So, I saw him. I wanted Fryermuth, but then someone took him. So I'm like, screw you! I'm taking Henry. Kind of was a panic move at that point, but it, it ha- kind of was a panic a lot, move. Yeah. But I was, I was going for a tight end anyway. So, I know. noticed. I was just going to say I noticed when making certain picks, making people. Just panic. I took. I remember I took Andrews in the third round, I believe, and and people just started going tight and off the board, just crazy. Kelsey went and what? <laughs> who has Damian Pierce? Because I was gonna grab him, Andrews but I think in someone the like second round best. I think I was like... actually. Uh, yes, I did take Mark Andrews in the second. I was going after Damian Pierce. You know. He's going to be the clear starter in Houston over there. And, oh, for sure. You know, with a terrible offense, but de- half-decent offensive line, you know, I really think they lead more onto the right game. I thought Damian Pierce was going to have lots of potential. I was yeah, literally that's why I wanted to grab him. him, and whoever picked before me picked him. So, Yeah, I was going to grab him at my next pick, too. But, you know, can't always get what you want. Yeah, well, if he wouldn't have grabbed him, I would have grabbed him. So you're he went yes. He went at seventy-one. <laughs> so it was—I don't know. It was kind of early for me to pick him, but I was also considering it. So it was I a wanted tough, him because he was just a good running back to have. Because you know, huh? 
if I took him, maybe I wouldn't have taken James Robinson later in the draft. And I do not like James Robinson, so, um, you know, it's whatever. But at my flex right now, I have Amon Ross St. Brown. He ended the season last year on a hot streak. And even though they signed, who is it? It's Marvin Jones Jr. and uh, the rookie Jameson Williams. They also got DJ Chark in there, so it's a very crowded oh, room. Marvin yeah. Jones Jr. is on the uh, Jaguars. Jaguars, so it's Chark. Yeah. I was thinking of yeah, thank you. They swap. Um, they got they got Chark and they have Jameson Williams, but I still think Monroe St. Brown will be the wide receiver one there. And I don't. I just like it. I just like that pick. I think he's going to be good this year. If I remember right, uh, I was eyeing him, and you took him, so that hurt my feelings. I want you to know that I'm very hurt by all that. I'm sorry, it's but fe- I gotta offensive. win. I gotta win somehow. <laughs> oh yeah, 54. I'm like, ah, oh, Ross St. Brown is still here. Gone. Okay. Darnell well, Moody's good... still here. 56. Gone. Right before me. That was probably Noah. Yeah. Noah likes Darnell Moody. <sighs> it was a heartbreaking draft, man. To be really honest. <laughs> Uh, I hear that. It was the draft of people taking the damn player I wanted three picks or less in front of me. Uh, it happened a lot. I wanted Austin Eckler. He got taken right in front of me. Um, I was kind of eyeing Joe Mixon a bit, Javonta Williams. Both of them were gone when my pick came up. Aaron Jones, he was gone two picks before I selected. I mean, obviously... I was kind of looking at David, like David Montgomery was my favorite. You took him at 34, and then I had to take A.J. Brown at 37. But honestly, eh, I could have gone either way there. Yeah, it's it's all right. But, you know, that's how fantasy goes. People take players. Yeah, uh, take the best you guys you really took imagine. a lot of players right in front of me. Like Darren Waller at 62, gone. That's a tight end I was looking for. So I was like, oh, neat. Um, the tight end I was looking for was honestly Dallas Goddard. I like him. I uh, like Goddard. Yeah, I might have like I might have sniped Kyler at seventy seven, but you took him at seventy four. So I don't know. Can't do much there. Yeah, you, you typed in the chat that um, Kyler was still there, and I'm like, he better not be picking before me because I was kind of eyeing him up. I'm like, I could trade him, uh, or I could just have I, him. I on probably the bench. would have uh, just with how much value he had compared to the rest of the field at that point. I probably yeah. would have, but. The shining moment was that I led the culture. I took the first kicker in the 11th round, 104, baby. We took the goat himself, Jay Tuck. I mean, how could you not take Justin Tucker? I mean, Justin Tucker's a nice pick, but you're gonna be crying. With, you're gonna be the, crying, Joey, when I beat you by a field goal because nah. Justin Tucker won. All right, listen, I'm telling you right now. No. All right, what, the what, thing what with kickers, the thing saying? with kickers is, it it really just depends on the team that they're with. Like last year. I got Nick Folk off the waiver wire. He was a number one kicker overall because New England just kicked a ton of field goals. Week six, you better, they watch, could never finish you better watch out, Joey. Week, week six, they're playing the Giants. You better watch out. Yeah, that's right. The thing about the Ravens, too, is they kind of like their two-point conversions. So they're going to score a lot of touchdowns, and they're going to convert a lot of two points. And you know what they really like? They really like when Justin Tucker nails a 67-yarder to win the game. They really like that, too. I can't tell you. It was you... Uh, 66, actually. Okay, listen. Anyways. Um... And it was against the Lions, so, you know. Yeah, well, listen, Lions fans, it's sorry to hear about it, but I don't know. This was a full PPR league, uh, so I drafted accordingly. 
my big thing going into the draft was they wanted running backs who could be big pass catchers out of the backfield to get a lot of touches through the air. So I think I did a good job with that. I took DeAndre Swift and James Conner as my two running backs. I couldn't take um, Eckler at four because he was gone, so I went with Cooper Cup. I think Cooper Cup's not going to have the insane year he had last year, but definitely going to be a good target. He's still going to be good, yes. Still going to be very good. Uh, A.J. Brown I liked. Not I wasn't thrilled about him, but he was the best at the position by far. I think he's going to be Jalen Hurts' number one target, so going to get some good looks yep. there. Dalton Schultz is going to play a big role, being the by far best tight end on Dallas and also the only other proven target besides CD until Michael Gallup gets back. I remember taking him off the waiver wire last year, and he ended up being like the number he, three tight end. He was very good last year. Uh, plus, yes. plus Dallas throws a lot because they like to go down. Um, and then Chris Godwin, I'm hoping that he's ready to go from his ACL. If he's not, he's a flex, so if, obviously they could throw him around. Yeah, if he's not, he's going to be a pretty good later round, or not later round, later season. Uh, he's definitely going to come later in season wide receiver during the sure. playoff rush for sure. Uh, got the best defense and kicker. Not even an argument, just fact, in the Bills and Justin Tucker. The thing with defenses and kickers for me it's is I can, just inter- I can just interchange them throughout the league. Oh, yeah. like, it, it's not especially like a- defenses. I have the Chargers defense and Jake Elliott. I, if I don't like the matchup, I'll just change my defense because I'm not afraid of losing it. I didn't rush the picks. I mean, I took Tucker like, eight spots before the next kicker went, so the rush was about to begin. And I knew he wasn't going to be there by the time I took again. Uh, and the Bills my D, I think was I beat, my very last pick. The Bills D, I think I beat everyone by like four or five picks on it. So, And then we've got a stable of running backs on the bench and the rookie Brees Hall from the Jets, Tony Pollard from the Cowboys, and Cordero Patterson from the Falcons. I'm not going to lie to you guys. Cordero Patterson's a secret weapon on this team. Um, I'm not expecting a year like last year, but... <sighs> If there's a receiver in a full point per reception league who had, what did he have, like 55 catches last year? Something like that. I'm going to tell you right now, that could really play a big role. Um, the Ravens, or the Ravens, the Falcons don't have a lot of weapons. They have Kyle Pitts. Drake London's going to be there, but otherwise there's not a ton. Having Marcus Mariota under center, it's going to bode very well for Patterson to get a lot of screens, a couple dump-offs. Mariota's a very big dump-off kind of guy. He doesn't like to really fire downfield, so we're hoping for that. And then we have George Pickens. I don't know why. I just wanted Pickens because, if I remember right, um, I was kind of eyeing Jahan Dotson. He was gone. We also got yeah, DJ Chark. Yeah, you did take him. And I got David Njoku, who is primed for possibly a career season with no more Austin Hooper, having Jacoby Brissett. And then, of course, Watson comes back right in time for fantasy football playoffs. And last but not least... Michael Gallup on the IR. Last but not least, Michael Gallup stashed in the IR, baby. He's declared out yeah, for week that's one, pretty so good. I get to add another player. If I remember right, I'm trying to claim Jameis Winston, but I might flip that over to a receiver because I'm not going to put Winston over Burrow. So, yeah, that know. makes sense. So I'm going to comment on your team a little bit, and I'm going to say my bench because you so rudely interrupted me. Well, listen, all right. No, that's all right. That's listen. all right. So first of all, first of all, I like I like Burrow. Um, Swift, Swift has a he doesn't have a low floor. He doesn't have like a super high ceiling, but so I think he's going to be super good in my opinion. He probably does have a high ceiling. I'm probably just talking out of my ass right now, but <laughs> slightly. All of, all of like the 85 Detroit fans are pissed. Like they're just mad. All, all of them. 
The thing about six. your running James Conner is very touchdown dependent. Like he he had a lot of touchdowns last year. And in games where he didn't score touchdowns, he just wasn't good. Like weeks one and two, zero touchdowns, five point three, six point two. Next week he scores two touchdowns, it's eighteen point three. The next week, which is uh that he didn't score touchdowns, week six, he scored eight point one. Uh, touchdowns, touchdowns, all that. He did actually have a good week without touch at home on weight. Against Chicago. He had a receiving touchdown. Yeah. But no rushing touchdowns. He had 19.1. Week 15, he had nine points. He missed some weeks. So when he scores touchdowns, he can put up big points. But the thing is, is he going to be as, you know, used on the goal line as he was last year? There's no Chase Edmonds on the team, so... Um, that makes sense. Yeah, you did, I guess that does make sense. The only running back he trailed for six weeks without Chase Edmonds was Jonathan Taylor. So I think it's a steal in the second round potentially. Um, if it's not, I, could, I guess it is. It could be a steal round, if the third um, round, Cliff yeah. Kingsbury still uses him like he did last year. Because if he's not getting the touchdowns he was last year, then he's not getting the points. He's obviously not going to have 15 touchdowns again, but he will definitely yeah. get more touches. He'll be probably more involved in the passing game. And without any DeAndre Hopkins for the first six weeks, I'd expect him to get a lot more touches and be a lot more involved with the offense. All right, this would make sense, yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah you're kind of changing my mind a li- just yeah, a little bit yeah, on him. I still, wouldn't, I still wouldn't want him that much, but James, <laughs> he's... I'd say if he fell to the third round, I'd pick him. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to remember the guys who were taken before me in the third round. Aaron Jones was gone. Joe Mixon was yeah. gone. So, I mean, it was pretty All much. Right. Yeah, I understand that. So, I guess James Conner is the best option you can the have The next there. running back off the board was Cam Akers. I wasn't too sold Ugh. on him. Um, and then, of course, yeah, I'm not, I'm not very Montgomery him and either. Zeke. So, there was no one that I wanted to take in the third round because I felt like I'd be reaching. And Cam Akers was unproven being yes. hurt all last year. So. But I'll let you... I do like some of your bench RBs. Uh, Brees Hall, Tony Pollard, Cordero Patterson. Very high he upside. Might re- he might regress a little bit, but he's he still should be a decent, you know, flex player maybe. Because, mm. you know, uh, Atlanta, he's their running back one, isn't they? Or yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he's, he doesn't have much... Who else? Comp- he doesn't have do much they even have anyone else? Like, who, it, who else do they have? Uh, shoot, I don't even know off the top of my head. Because Mike Davis is not there. Yeah, Mike Day, he's on the Ravens right now, isn't he? Yes. Yep. I so can let's see. find that right now. All right. Yeah, he doesn't have too much. Um, Damian Williams, so really no competition. Damian Williams. Yeah, that's yeah. not much. He was on, I think Damian Williams was on the Chiefs last year. Yeah. Wasn't he? He did not touch the ball for and he did not touch. anything. So, he was on the I can't Bears admit, last year. I, so, I can't imagine before. Cordero Patterson's going to be a top ten back next or this year, like he was last year. But he should be, he should be a solid, solid guy. To where he fell, it was just a smart pick. Being in a league that's going to reward receivers that catch passes out of the backfield, it's even a smarter pick. And then if he somehow manages to still be on kickoffs, there's always the potential of that too. So, yeah, it was just a very high upside low-risk kind of pick, in my opinion, being that I already had four established backs at that point, so I didn't feel the need to take a solid one. I feel like I could gamble a bit. I do like the upside. I do like the low or the high floor, I guess you could say, but, I mean, I guess I would have picked him if he came to me, so I'm not going to lie about that. 
Do you want to finish off the rest of your bench, or are you right. still going to criticize me and my amazing I'm picks? Just, I'm not. I'm not going to criticize your picks anymore. It's not gonna matter. So I have that David Montgomery, be. as we said. This is my bench, by the way. So on my bench, I have da- uh, David Montgomery, Kyler Murray, Devontae Smith. I like Devontae Smith. He he's going to get um, balls taken away by AJ Brown, but he should still be a solid target for Jalen. Um, AJ Dillon. If Aaron Jones goes down, AJ Dillon's a top ten back. Change my mind. Um, James Robinson, trash. Naheem Himes, he should have more of a role in the offense this year. So I kind of like that. I'm going to keep him for a while. And Jahan Dotson, he is personally he is my late round sleeper. I picked him in like three of my five drafts. So. By the way, Joy, I want you to check the totally fair trade offer I gave you. Oh, All right, see, I'll check this trade Bass offer. has been sitting in the shadows for a lot of this podcast, kind of like Bill Belichick in it. He's just kind of been sitting there and rooting. I've just been, uh, I've been All right, rooting so, Bruce Wayne style, except I'm broke. So, so Bass, while he was brewing for like the past 20 minutes while me and Goot were talking, he was brewing up a trade offer for <laughs> Kyler Murray. Oh, God. And if I were to trade away Kyler Murray... I would receive Nick Folk, kicker from New England. Oh, see, now, there's, a, there's a backstory to this. <laughs> there is a backstory to this. So, <laughs> uh, so Bass actually took Nick Folk in the draft, and I wanted him because he was the number one kicker last year, and I'm like, maybe he could do good again this year. So I was kind of waiting, waiting in the draft. My kicker's my last pick. Like, I don't, I don't care about kickers too much because I can always pick up one off the waiver wire. And there's always good value late. So I was eyeing up Nick Folk. My pick's coming up, and Bass takes Nick Folk. And I say in the chat, who took Nick Folk? And then I look at him. Matt has Nick Folk on the bench. (laughs) (laughs) He has two kickers. Okay. See now the backstory behind. No, 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 no. Let's just let's just hammer home that you took two kickers. You don't get a backstory. You no. Get a backstory. Okay. Oh, I don't even know why I was gonna cue him because I'm not gonna lie. I was not gonna pick up Nick Folk what in the he... draft whatsoever. <laughs> I don't know why I was trying to cue him. And the two people before me who picked, they um they picked pretty fast. I was like, oh, I'm still in like three here. And I go to the hit cue. I don't know why I wasn't gonna draft him anyways. But um, yeah, it became my turn to draft right as I was about to hit cue, and cue turned into draft. So, or he, we had a wasted pick, you know. We did have a wasted pick, and I have just declined that trade because I no, do not. That's fair. I do what not do think that's, that's an optimal trade. Like, I what, don't think that's a, an optimal trade. What's the trade value? What's like the over under for how many points you'd be giving away in the season? Like, you figure you're oh, losing like I didn't look at that. You're probably losing like 100, 150 points on that. Probably. <laughs> I sent Noah trade today. I want to see it was like. Like DJ Chark for Darnell Mooney or something like that. It was, it was pretty even point wise, but of course he said no. So he likes Darnell Mooney, so it's yeah, gonna, well, you're gonna have to. He's gonna like Darnell Mooney when he gets five points the first three weeks, and he freaks out because Justin Fields will fall right in his face. Yep. Yeah, that Bears passing offense is not gonna be good this year. Oh no! That's why I did not take Cole Kmet. I took Hunter Henry over Cole Kmet in the draft. I took Cole Kmet in a lot of other leagues because, uh, as a backup tight end, I was like, "This guy's gonna be solid." There's no other weapons besides Mooney, so 
there was that reasoning to it, but definitely not mm. someone you want to have as your uh, tight end number one. So yeah. And let's see. Yes. I think I'm. I think I said my whole team now. So Bass, you want to talk about your team and your benched kicker? Yeah, you want to talk about your right. 18 Cowboys well, we that you have talk about and your bench kicker? kicker. We, we talked about him enough. He has a bench all kicker right. and a benched defense. I just wanted to point that out. All right. So this is who we're dealing with. Cowboys defense this on is, the bench. This is who we're dealing with here. Okay. <laughs> I do have the Cowboys defense on the bench because they they're playing Tampa Bay Week One. All right, but. You're not confident? Let's, You're not confident? Wait, hold up. You're not confident in the Cowboys? Are you kidding you don't, me? You don't trust your own team that much? To, oh, really? The Cowboys are still winning that game, but I'm talking from a fantasy perspective. Didn't you just here. say Dolphins that... Are gonna did have you just more say... Hold up, hold up. Did you just say earlier in the podcast that we're going to get seven picks and they're going to win by 51? I when said that Wouldn't that be good fantasy? Yeah, no, that's what you hope for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Good memory, Goot. With Thank the... You. Number six pick in the first round, I took Derrick Henry, King Henry. You know, um, I respect that pick. We're we're really hoping he he has a comeback year here, especially off the injury. He missed what eight nine games last season. Um, but you know, right before the injury, going into it, I think he was the number one running back in fantasy by I think it was about forty fifty points. I mean, I think so too. Yeah, King he Henry, was King he was doing Henry, so good know, for himself. He was the MVP frontrunner, I thought, at that point. Or at yeah, least very high in the discussion. He's, he was very – he was on on pace for a career year receiving-wise. Um, you know, he's still going to be a threat out of the backfield, catching from out the backfield. And, you know, we're we're going to see how this, this pick rides, and I really am confident in it, especially week one at New York. So <laughs> That should be a good game for you. Yeah, that's that we we should we should be seeing a very great game from Henry that game. Where I I'm I'm calling I'm calling twenty five plus right there, but you know, <laughs> I wish every player could go off for twenty five plus. Well, then that would just straight up be the best team. Well, here's the thing: yeah, you, would you would not lose. They're not saying you that. Would never lose. <laughs> they're not saying that Derrick Henry is going to go for 25 plus. In fact, they're saying he's going to go for eight or less against the Giants. Care to comment? They have a 25 percent chance of him getting chance eight to go points eight or, or less. less. Yes, and only 12 to get 23 or Those more. Those are horrible metrics. I and you know that. Yeah. Those are horrible so metrics. No way, so what I'm hearing right, is you're not no going to bench Derrick Henry than eight unless he gets hurt in the fucking first quarter. Uh, yeah, unless this man goes down, he's going to have a decent workload. He's going to go off for at least fifteen to twenty points. What's the plan, Bass? If Derrick Henry does go down, because uh, you have Eli Mitchell on the bench and also Antonio Gibson, but I, I, I can't <laughs> I, imagine you feel confident about that. I made the mistake of drafting that. Antonio Gibson last year because Antonio Gibson's all right, but once Brian Robinson comes back, um, those carries are going to get vastly dwindled, and he's also fighting off J.D. McKissick on passing downs. Yep. So what happens? What's, yeah, what's the plan if the king falls, if his crown falls off his head? Well, you know what? That's that's what we're hoping is not going to happen. You know, King Henry's going <laughs> to be the rock of this team. You know, if King Henry goes down, Bass is going to go out and shoot Brian Robinson himself. <laughs> the optimism here is just 
Well, let's hope that doesn't yeah. happen. <laughs> there's no, there's no plan. I've, he does not I've, have any faith in no. Antonio Gibson. I've I've drafted a very good team, and I do think if Henry goes down, I still have great value on my team, and I'm pretty sure. Yeah, you've you got know, two kickers. If I really kickers. get to a point, I have to play someone IR. I'm pretty sure I'll figure something out. You have one running back on. Well, you have three sad. running backs on your whole team, and yep, one of them is, is Antonio Gibson. Best. You are aware. You are aware of the fact, yes, that you cannot, and I repeat, cannot put a kicker in the flex position. Yes, I am. <laughs> you sure? Because <laughs> you've got the same amount of kickers stashed on your bench as you do running backs, and I'm just, I'm looking out for you, pal. I'm concerned for you. And defenses. And defenses. Yes. You know what? It's. I'll be getting that running back value. Trust me. You'll. You you guys you guys laugh now, but oh yeah, know, we'll no, I'll, I'll, I'll keep laughing. I'll just laugh harder. Now, yeah, where, I'm keep laughing. <laughs> where we need to be focusing on, okay, is my he's like directing us pretty, to the pretty great receiving talent we got here. You know, in the second round we picked up Mark Andrews, and you know Reach. that's just a great fucking pick. Reach game. You know, we went up for what three hundred fantasy points last year, if I remember correctly. Um, um, yep, three hundred one. Ah, there we go. Just off that. Reach um, gang. You know he's he's still very young. You know he's just entering his what fifth or sixth season, I believe. Something like that. I'm not too sure. Yeah. He's, um, he's and you know he was the the top fantasy tight end last year. So, you know we're really hoping for a a repeat year here. So not just number one. By what a, happens by if a, Mark Andrews gets Mark. hurt, Bass? <laughs> Everyone uh, is his... like, oh, okay, yeah, but you can say that about every player. Just like, just like, what if this guy gets hurt, and what if that guy gets hurt, and this guy gets hurt? You know, I don't know. I don't know really... what happens if DeAndre Swift gets hurt. Uh, easy. I just looked at my three other running backs on the bench that are all like slightly okay, worse. Okay, what, what what happens if Cooper Cup gets hurt? Um, easy. I put Chris Godwin in, and I put a running back in the flex. What if Chris Godwin? What happens is if your whole team dies in a freak accident? <laughs> if I manage to lose, Joe Burr, DeAndre Swift, James Conner, Cooper Cup, AJ Brown, Schultz, Godwin, the Bills whole defense, only the defense. The Bills whole defense. Justin Tucker, the whole first string defense, <laughs> and somehow. <laughs> David Njoku, we don't care if Michael Gallup gets in the crash. He's already hurt. Um, <laughs> all guys from different teams, may I add, with the exception of – actually, no, they're all different teams. Ten it's a big different party. Players from ten different teams. Big party. We, weird teams. Then uh, yeah. I guess I'm in this season. I don't know. Maybe we turn to Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we turn to Carson Wentz. We believe in the commies. What can I say? We'll just take every player from the commies, and we'll just write it out, and we'll hope that they do really well. <laughs> But yeah, so um, yeah, we took we took Mark Andrews with you know our second round pick. That's that's a fantastic, fantastic value there. You know, also going against the Jets week one. I mean, I mean come on, this week that's, one's looking pretty good. I think guarantee good for like fifty fantasy points. For <laughs> no, and the then Jets in uh, round three we took a Michael Pittman Jr. You know, good. that's good. The I Lord like and that. Savior himself. You know, especially with you know. Pretty sure Matt Ryan is a very, very better QB than, you know, Carson Wentz. Hey man, how dare you Wentz, talk about my future you know, plane sure. crash killing half my team <laughs> quarterback like that? That's kind of rude. <laughs> well, <laughs> Don't care. I mean, it's Matt Ryan versus Carson Wentz, so. 
No. But yeah, so yeah. I I do think I do think Pittman has a better year, a breakout year. May I add? I do think Pittman has the potential. Um, Pittman had a pretty good year last year, though. I mean, yeah, a breakout year for him would be like thirteen hundred yards. He had a thousand yards last year, actually. Yeah. I wanted to point out Bass, that's, that's real what quick. I mean. I'm just mean the ceiling's a lot higher. When oh yeah, Ryan as quarterback. Wanna, yeah, he does have a higher ceiling, so though. I like that pick. I kind of wish I made that pick. I want to point out that Matt Ryan's also on the waiver wire here, so is he really a better quarterback than Carson Wentz? Well, yes. they're both on the waiver wire. No, yeah, okay, <laughs> listen. That's, that's, not the, that's not important. That's not important. I don't, I don't mm. know what you're talking about. Mm. Carson Wentz would never be in the waiver wire. Also want to point out that Pittman's first game is against Houston. So, you know, we got some, we got some really good week one value here. All right, so you got some good week one value. That's so what happens good. after He's in a week, week one. Division, so what, happens, get... what happens after week one when half your team dies in a plane crash? Well, he you still, know, then... <laughs> he still has... <laughs> uh, you know, a dead Michael Pittman would still be Jacksonville and Houston four oh. times a year. Oh, <laughs> you have to say that, but, I mean, you're not wrong. But you didn't like, have to say again. it. I mean, you're not wrong. But you didn't have to say it. A dead Michael Pittman would put up 150 and two touchdowns on him. <laughs> um, but Jake's might be dead after not, that. Not as good of a situation as Pittman. Still an upgrade, though, at QB. Is at fourth round, I took DJ Moore. Now, I think Baker is a lot better at slinging the ball than Darnold. So we will be seeing an improvement, I think, with DJ Moore and with everything that comes with that. So if you want to we'll know, see how that week one revenge game goes. If you want to know, Joey, <laughs> how much he disrespected Darnold, he was telling me today that Baker's better than Darnold, but he spelled it Donald. So I was like, who the hell is Donald? So he doesn't even care enough to spell the dude's name. I think that was just autocorrect. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, <laughs> you're, just, you're just putting some disrespect on Sam Donald like that. Why are you doing Don- Sam Donald? Donald. <laughs> Donald. It's like saying Donald with, uh, with an accent. Donald. It's like he's playing for New York. Donald. Sam Donald. Sam Donald. Sam Donald. Anyways, enough about Sammy D. Who else you got? Sammy so, D. Sony D. Oh, yeah, we took DJ Moore with the fourth. With the fifth, we took Jerry Judy. I was pissed. Right. I actually wanted Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton very bad. Very upset. So, I wanted Cortland Sutton too. Of course, yeah, you nice. know, Jerry Judy goes from playing with Drew Locke to Russell Wilson. So let's just say it's a bit of an improvement. Is, are you sure? I don't know. I'm not certain. <laughs> I don't know. It seems like apples to apples and not apples to oranges. You know, so I feel like we got – I feel like this – this receiving core that I have here is arguably across the board, arguably best drafted. I don't know. It has uh, Jefferson and Debo. So that's pretty hard to beat. Uh, it's, it is. I did say arguably. <laughs> and as, I, mean, I made I have, the argument. I have Cup, yeah. AJ Brown, and Chris Godwin. So I don't know if you have the best receiver core. Oh, yeah, league. that's a good yeah, one too. That's a very good one too. Yeah. What I'm just trying to say is I feel like my four over here across the board, I think on average, is probably going to be up there, at least top three when it comes to probably. teams. To you, also have, you also have Renfro on the, on the bench. Yes, there, I do. So. I do is, have Renfro on the bench. bench. I like yeah. We're benching him week one, obviously, against the Chargers. Obviously, yeah. Especially now that Devontae's in town. So Kendrick's we're going to be really careful with, with Renfro. Maybe right. Cole Anderson is the best team. He's got Jamar Chase, Tyreek Hill, 
Cortland Sutton, and he's got Tyler Lockett. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good four. That is a pretty good. That's pretty solid. Point being, there's well, a lot Lockett, of good receivers Lockett's in the NFL. Up there, but, you know, he always has that one game a year where he goes off for 35 points somehow. But that was with Russ Wilson, though. He's, this yeah, is, that is with true. Jacoby Brissett. Yeah. Wait. No, with Drew Locke. Wait, Ju- bro, you no, got Geno dis- Smith. It's Geno Smith. Don't oh, come on. It's gonna be Drew Locke after three weeks. Jacoby Brissett's on the uh, on the Browns. I forgot about this one. It's more embarrassing to um, Drew Locke than Geno Smith that Geno's starting because if you're losing your job to Geno Smith at this point in your career, you don't have a career. That's hella embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> This this man has Tyler Lockett and Russ Wilson on the same team. He's gonna he's gonna try and reunite uh, reunite them. Yeah, he's also got Cortland's son. So yeah, I don't he's, know. Bass has a good team, apart from the fact that he has an extra kicker, an extra defense, and an extra QB for Dak Prescott. But I don't know. Yeah, it's a solid team. The bench could be a bit better, but you the, know the bench will get cleaned out. But it is a pretty good bench. Top will to bottom team. Go, yeah. uh, I like the Dawson Knox pick. I think he would be good for trade bait, especially. Uh, I like Dawson Knox a lot in other leagues. He plays very well, very solid tight end. Not going to break the ceiling, but he's definitely not going to fall through the floor most weeks. That with Josh Allen still being there, Stephon Diggs still there. Obviously, the addition of James Cook might take a few targets away, being that now they have a pass-catching running back. Um, But really good player, really good player. Doesn't get enough credit. Uh, We got to talk about... The worst drafted team, though, which I'm going to give to Josiah by far. This <laughs> was job of the hunt. Yep. This was the so oddest draft Josh, I've ever right, seen. Yeah. First pick. Oh, you you yeah. can say it. You Josh, can say it. First pick, Josh God. Taylor. Obviously. Or Jonathan Taylor, not Josh Taylor. Obviously. Um, but then he follows this up with the weirdest series of picks I've ever seen. Which include taking. Who did he take second? Did he take DK? Did he no. take DK's second pick? No, no way he took him. He took no, him 41st. He took. No, he didn't take Josh Jacobs. He took Josh at 40. No, 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 no. It was Pitts. It was Pitts. So he takes Kyle Pitts at 20. Already odd, all right? And then he proceeds to follow this up with taking Josh Allen at 21 in the third. <laughs> start of the third round, and there's a QB yeah, take. He doesn't have any receivers. He only has one running back, and he takes a quarterback. No one is thinking quarterback third round. Uh, no. It's just an odd – it's always rough being the first pick because you have to wait 19 picks. So yeah. you have to, like, really think I was ahead. first pick last year in a 12-man league. It's tough. It, it was bad. Um, but Josh Jacobs, he stole from me. Kind of upset about that. But he took Slant Boy. He took DK Metcalf. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It was an interesting pick. That's but it was way yeah. too early. It was like start of the seventh round. And it was start of the yeah, like first pick of the seventh round. So, um, very odd team. He has he has two QBs on his bench to go with his second round or third round quarterback. Because apparently taking Josh Allen twenty first means you don't trust him to start the whole year. So you have to take <laughs> David Carr and Justin Fields. Oh so, God! It's just an odd roster look at but it's also like he has such top end talent I mean Jonathan Taylor is very good Josh Jacobs is very good we can make fun of him all we want Josh Allen's going to be very good fantasy yeah. wise Josh Allen, Kyle Pitts might, yeah, three, Kyle Slant Pitts he's going to be pretty good this I mean, year he's probably going to get rewarded uh, I said this in the chat I was like this is either an 0-14 team or this is like the team that wins the whole league it's just 
the amount of bizarre picks, there's no middle ground. This isn't like a five and eight team. It's like it's got to be it's best pretty, or worst. It it's pretty much down to uh, Geno Smith's QB play and DK Metcalf's ability to catch that ball. That's and if Michael Thomas is actually back, he hasn't played like three years, has he? It's been yeah, a it's while. it's been it's been two years, I think, because he was out last year. He was out the year before. Uh, it's been like two or three years, yeah. Very concerning to have him as your wide receiver too, and not as a flex on the bench. I would say personally, but it's not yep. my team. I was kind of laughing watching him because I was like, "Thank God, somebody in here isn't thinking like me and taking all the players I want." Because half of you guys were, I was about ready to just, about ready to swat your house. So you went on auto draft and you stopped taking my players. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. <laughs> well, he does. He has Christian Kirk. I think Christian Kirk. Uh, I think Kirk, I can't speak right now, too late for this, but I think Kirk might have a nice season this year, being wide receiver one in Jacksonville. Uh, Thielen, I had Thielen last year, and he did pretty well for me until he got hurt. Um, But he's a big touchdown guy, obviously not as big, as big with the yards because of uh, Justin Jefferson, but big touchdown guy, he got 10 touchdowns in... It's a very heavy. It's a very heavy receiver team. He has six receivers on. Yeah. It. So he has DK Slant Boy, Kirk, Adam Thielen, Kadarius Tony, and Brandon Ayuk. And Brandon Ayuk. And then he has three QBs. None of those receivers are honestly. None of those are bad, really. No, they, there's not a but, lot of difference. But he only has three running backs, and personally, I don't like Clyde Edwards-Helaire a lot. And Josh yeah, Jacobs is weird like because Edwards. Josh Jacobs is in a, a position where he should be dominant, but he never. Is like he's never really become dominant. Obviously, think, no Kenyon Drake. I think with here, the addition but... of um, Zamir White, I, I think that's his name. What whoever that uh, rookie they drafted is, I think they might include him in the running game a bit more too. But it's gonna so, take him. It's gonna take him a few weeks. You would figure to get probably. But know. yeah, Josh, he's good, but he's never dominant. No, he's like, he's had plenty of years where he should have been, but he never was. So it's very odd. But, I mean, if he's good this year, then good for Joe. It's kind of like Bass's Cowboys. Bit, They're in a position yeah, to be dominant, but they, they never are. Like, they, they have a weak division. Um, they get put on Monday night every other week, but they just collapse and underperform. Isn't that right, Bass? Or do you That's very asleep? true. I don't know what you're on about. We're talking about how your team flops. Every, I don't know every what you're year. on about. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, you clearly know what I am talking about. I know what you're talking about. I'm just bantering, you know, like the show name, Banter on the Bench, you know? Yeah, banter on banter. the Bench. Yeah. Like you guys, I'm actually on a bench. I don't have chairs at my table. I'm on my bed. Do you want me to go find a bench? <laughs> Man's going to go outside the dorm and, <laughs> and go find some bench out in the, in the park, in the pavilion. It's just like walk. It'll be like that one guy who walks across. And he sits on the bench in like the rain. He's all sad, like that stock image. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be that. That'll course. be me. That's gonna be Bass week. That one. will be good. And week two. And week three, and four. Maybe. All five. right. So after talking about our fantasy teams on a scale of one to ten, let's be honest with ourselves. How would everyone rate their? fantasy teams and how they draft and just what you're looking like right now before 
before week one, before, you know, roster moves and everything. All right, before week one, uh, besides <laughs> Cook and Fournette and Montgomery, uh, my running backs are kind of eh, and A.J. Dillon, I guess. <laughs> so none of them? <laughs> so, like, most of my running backs. All right, never mind, never mind. But let's see. So Jalen Hurts is good. <laughs> Cooks, he'll be kind of... Depends on his injuries. Fournette depends if he eats too many cheeseburgers. One to uh, ten. Keenan Allen should be consistent. Waddle, Waddle with Tyreek that'll be kind of hit or miss. He's got like Hunter Henry. He's like yeah. talking himself through it. Yeah, I'm kind of looking myself through it. I'd give myself uh, right now. I'm kind of optimistic a seven out of ten. Okay. Really? Okay. <clears throat> Logan, I'm going to rate my team. All right. Um, I'm going to give myself an 8.5 out of 10. And after week one, it might go up to a 9. I did exactly. I think after week one, I'm going to go up to a 10. I did exactly (laughs) exactly what I wanted to do going in. I wanted pass catching backs. I wanted touch heavy backs. I wanted solid receivers. I really wanted to focus on getting players who would catch the ball because I knew QBs were going to be there late. I knew that defenses weren't going to run early. I. Besides kicker Justin Tucker, I didn't really reach for anything. Um, I've got a lot of good backups in case of injuries. The only thing that kind of concerns me is I don't have really great wide receiver four. Pickens and Chark are all right. Uh, so I'm waiting for Gallup to come back. i got to wait on when he does. But it's a solid team. I already got the IR spot filled out, so I can basically cheat my way to getting an extra roster spot. And I'm not going to lie, I'm proud of this team. Obviously... I wanted a few players I didn't get, but that's every draft. So, eight and a half. If we beat the pants off of week one, then nine, maybe even nine and a half. So, yeah, I guess I can see it. And Bass, what do you think? Two. <laughs> Two. <laughs> For the amount of kickers he has. <laughs> the amount of kickers on his team. <laughs> Yes, we uh, we had a bit of draft, a little bit of a draft day blunder. I am still very confident in my team. Um, obviously, it'll improve as the season goes and moves that I make. But at the current moment, with the current roster, I'd give I would give my team a solid seven and a half, maybe maybe eight on the lookup. But that's just the pre week one. That's before I'm making that's some moves. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure we're all going to make moves here in the league, and I'm sure there will be a trade or two flying sure. pretty soon. So we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see how everything yeah, shakes Nick, up Nick before. Nick for Kyler Murray. It's very hard. <laughs> it's very hard to judge the to judge our leagues based on you know pre week one. How would we grade yeah, before everyone else's happened. team? How about that? How about we grade the other two persons' teams? Add a little uh, bit of spice. Who else is that? That's um, no, our the guy team, playing. So we me, say, we say, how would Blake. you grade Bass's team, and how would you grade my team? Oh yes, I yeah, see what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, good. Um, I like Joe Burrow. I think he's going to have a pretty good year this year. Uh, upgraded O line, obviously very talented young core, so he should be a good quarterback. Yeah, don't worry, I cry about that all the time. Lyle Collins, bust up. <laughs> uh, DeAndre now. Swift, James Conner. Pretty good. Um, 
I like Cup and AJ Brown. That should be pretty good. Schultz, you, I like Schultz. I had him last year. You took him from me. I'm gonna cry about that one too. Yeah, yeah, you better. You better Godwin, be what a steal! Absolute thievery. You got the you got the goat on your team. You got Buffalo defense. Goot, I would give yours a solid eight. Oh, look at that! See, it's to be better uh, than Bass's ranking. <laughs> yeah, your bench. I mean, I like Gallup on the IR. Your bench, besides Hall, Pollard, and Patterson, is kind of, eh. It's a lot of reaches. It's a lot of. It's a lot. It's a lot of reaches. It's a lot but of hope. It's it's all right. Yeah. And Bass, let's take a look at him. Now, ignoring the blunders of, <laughs> well, the blunder because you meant to have the Cowboys defense on your team. Um, let's he always see. does for whatever reason. Dak. He doesn't have Amari anymore. He, CD is his main receiver. Uh, he might regress a little bit, but not too much, so he's still going to be a good quarterback. Derrick Henry, I think he's going to be back this year. I don't think he's going to hurt himself. I think he's going to be back to his old self. And I like that pick. Gibson, once Brian Robinson comes back, he's going to go down. And obviously, like Goot said, he shares a receiving role with J.D. McKissick. Uh, Pittman and DJ, I like him. I like Pittman. DJ with Baker, that should be an improvement from last year, and he was already good last year. Mandrews, Judy, good receivers, or good pass catchers, I should say. And, you know, you have two defenses and two kickers, so you can switch those out. You got one whole running back on your bench. Um, so let's, so let's hope Henry or Gibson don't go down or Mitchell. So you're, you know, just hope none of those guys go down. Cause then you're stuck with two running backs. Better say your prayers, Bass. JD McKissick's the prayers. best waiver wire running back right now. You don't want JD McKissick to be starting. <laughs> That's true. Uh, I like Hunter Renfro Stafford. If he gets his elbow figured out. He'll be good again this year. Knox is good. Marvin Jones Jr., decent. Bass, I rate your team a 7. Hey, it means I win. Woo! <laughs> uh, I guess I'll go next and rate him. Um, go with Joey's, obviously. The appropriately I like named. How, I like changing my... Because... Uh, my name, my team name before this was Najee's in Paris. And then someone pointed out that I took Cook over Najee. <laughs> so now so I changed it to Dalvin and, Dalvin and Hobbs. Hobbs. Yeah, I know exactly what Del- Calvin and Hobbs is too, so it yep. works even better. Um, it's a very, it's a very high-powered lineup, but it's also a lineup that could really crash week to week. Obviously, yep. you got a lot riding on Jalen Hurts. You're gonna hope that he actually is a great QB. Fantasy wise, well, I do have Kyler Murray on that bench. That is true. Yeah, you don't care if he wins or loses; he just needs to perform. Uh, very good running back duo. I can't lie; it's probably one of the better ones in the league. Uh, the receivers are pretty good. I don't know if they're great, but they're definitely good. Hunter Henry's a good tight end. You just have to hope that Whack Jones and the lack of an offensive coordinator do <clears> not <throat> stab him in the back. Monroe St. Brown, I really like him a lot, especially because he tore it up last year, right towards the end of the season. Chargers D's 
All right, it's nothing special, but obviously defenses get flipped pretty much more than pancakes in any fantasy leagues. Doesn't matter. Like that analogy. Thank you. Thank you. Jake Elliott's a good kicker. He can hit from range. He just needs to have enough opportunities to. The bench overall, pretty solid. Um, I like the handcuff in Naheem Hines if John the Taylor does get hurt from carrying a heavy load. David Montgomery's a good back. Kyler Murray's a really, really good backup QB. Like, the best backup QB there is. He'd start on half the teams in the league, if not more. Um, I'm going to go with, like, eight and a half. The reason I'm not going like any that. higher is because the receivers do concern me a bit, just because there's yeah. no defined receiver one. It's a lot of really good um, low-end receiver ones or high-end receiver twos, but obviously having all three of them I'll does help. So. I'll take it. And then I do, yeah. For my boy Admiral Dakbar, who was like, "Do you get it? Because it's Dak. Do you get it? Star Wars." <laughs> I can't explain Stop. it to me. <laughs> he had to like explain. He was like all excited when he thought of it. Um, I thought it was a pretty, pretty good name. I don't know. Of course, he has Dak. I was gonna take Dak from you. Not gonna lie, Bass. If Dak was still there, I was probably gonna take him with the next pick. Um, oh yeah. If if I if I didn't take Dak there, I don't know if I could be Admiral Dakbar. Yeah, so you, yeah, you, you have to change your name to... Admiral Barr. <laughs> Just yeah. Admiral Barr. <laughs> he's got the king, Derrick Henry, who, I don't know, scares me. I think he's going to regress a bit. I think he's going to get less touches this year. Obviously, overworked almost. He's not getting younger, but still a really great pick. Gibson, I think, is probably the one whiff on the starting lineup because um, the whole Brian Robinson and J.D. McKissick thing does scare me, and he wasn't super productive last year, but if he can make the leap... He fumbled a lot. Yeah, if you, he, you can take that from me. I was a, oh, I was yeah. an Antonio Gibson owner last year. If he can make the leap as a solid running back, it's a good pick. Uh, the receivers are very good, but they're also unproven, so you're hoping that... Well, D.J. Moore is kind of proven, but you're hoping that they step up because they could both fall off very easily. Um, they're both dealing with new quarterbacks, so it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Actually, all three of them are. Jerry Judy is too. Mark Andrews is probably the best player on the lineup, pound for pound, because Mark Andrews is either tight end 1A or tight end 1B. Uh, of course, he has two defenses, one for the matchup and one because he's a Cowboys fan. <laughs> he's got two kickers because he doesn't know how to auto-cue. <laughs> um... Otherwise, the bench isn't bad. Uh, it's a bit thin, obviously, at the running back position, considering that you yeah, have... Yeah, the one running back does uh, does kind of scare me. Yeah, you do have yeah. that issue. Um, you have five receivers and three running backs, but obviously you'll probably be messing around with lineups a bit in the coming weeks. I don't know if you need Dawson Knox on the bench having Mark Andrews, so you could flip him, but I'd give the team like a seven and a half. Um it's a solid team. You're just depending on all three of your starting receivers with your new quarterbacks to really flourish. If any of them do struggle, it's really going to hurt your team. And you're also hoping that Derrick Henry doesn't fall off workload-wise or get hurt and that Gibson does not also fall off workload-wise. So it's a good team. Just has You have to have a little bit of luck. So maybe eat like a bowl of Lucky Charms once a week. I don't know. Whatever you got to do. You're Irish. You would know. Maybe kiss a few clovers. Help an old lady cross the street. Anything to get that good karma up because it could get bad very fast, and that's not even like disaster scenario. That's just NFL week to week scenario. So, yeah. 
All right. Well, well are we going to compare sizes here? Or are we are we talking football? <laughs> well, you, it's your turn. Yeah, you have to. You gotta. <laughs> you gotta compare you gotta sizes. Mine, you gotta You've got the ruler elements. now. What do you mean? <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> I go just say there and he waited. We're gonna start with Logan's team here. So, you know, Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow is you know obviously Joe Burrow. Um, Joe. With an improved offensive line, of course. We already talked about that. You know, arguably the best, you know, receiving group in the league. Um, So, you know, I just think that, you know, with the better protection, we're going to see. The only thing that really throws me in is that the team around them has gotten better. But we also have to remember that a good amount of his fantasy points in the regular season last year was against the Ravens both times with a very injury-ridden defense. This is um, true. I don't know if he puts up the same exact fantasy numbers as he does last year. I just don't think there's too much room for improvement on that front. Still a great pick, of course. And the 10th round, I don't think Steve. you're not going to see. Yeah, of course, but you, you get what I'm putting down. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, with, with Swift, um, it's it's an interesting one. Um, I'm a little concerned with Swift. I don't know why. I usually have a feeling for these kinds of things. Logan can uh, can attest, but I just feel like Swift is. You're is not. Not, you're a, not injury jinxing my goddamn running back. Don't tell me. I. You oh, better, I you better know. not be. No, no. I don't know what I'm it not is. Gonna, I'm not going to. I just, I think, I think Swift is, is, is gonna, is gonna go down. I predict one player every year, and I'm right about that one. I'm predicting King Henry two, goes down. I think Derrick Henry. Goes. <laughs> you don't, you don't have the same injury power I do. <laughs> oh, watch me, bro. Watch. Uh, Talk to me at week four. We'll see who's hurt, who's not. All right. And then you know the only thing with James Conner is. What I just worry about is if, if he's going to get the same attention in the red zone and when it comes to because most most of his points really came off his you know touchdown performances and well um, to be fair, Bass Kyler Murray can't throw in the red zone. Joey can attest to this. He watched that game. Kyler Murray can't get <laughs> touched on the red zone passing. Well, maybe, maybe Kyler Murray can use I also his little guy legs. And I also in. think yeah, I also think Kyler Murray's going to have. A bit of a an improvement here, you know. Of course, if with his contract, the film, including he's the, study the film, <laughs> the, the film study <laughs> improvement. Did they take that <laughs> out of his contract? It was too late, though. At that point, it? they did. They did take it out, but at that point, everyone's like, "Uh, yeah, we we the internet's forever. We know about this." This is true, but yeah. So that's the only thing. I just don't think James Conner gives you the same amount of touchdowns this year. Um, that's just me, though. Um, Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup. You know, he's going to have a fantastic year. And then we go with – go to a, I don't know if I'm sold on the A.J. Brown pick. I looking honest, at the starting I'm lineup. not sure either, bro. Kind of concerns Jane, So far, the two the two concerns, the true concerns so far that I see is is Connor and Brown. Um, those are two I on the starting lineup. I think lineup A.J. Brown's going to have a good year. Just not like a super good year, but I think he's going to have a decent one. Well, that's what Chris Godwin's for. Thank God Chris Godwin is still there. <laughs> and Chris Godwin is obviously a good pick. Yeah, Chris Godwin. That was a steal. I was going to go for him. Elton Schultz, amazing pick, and being the clear front runner, number one tight end coming into this year is 
not really going to have much of a fall off. So the Dalton Schultz pick, I really like, you know, you know, you have the Bills defense. That's great. Justin Tucker, the GOAT. Of course. You know, we don't need to go into too much on Tucker. I mean, Lions fans. And then with, with your bench, I, I really love Pollard, Patterson. I, I'm really, really worried about Njoku. Don't know if you truly get much value out of him. Don't see where you really actually start him throughout the season. Yeah, there's a Over lack. Schultz. There's a lack of weapons around him, so it will be interesting. <laughs> but obviously, being I the, guess he was the last gravitational thing. The he was like the too. last pick off the board. So I was at that point. You're flinging a dart yeah. at who you think has the best upside. Um, no Fair Austin point. Hooper in town. Jacoby Brissett's not. A running gun QB, Amari's the only other proven weapon, so maybe we'll see. And then, you know, I I do think you have a pretty good bench here, though. I do better, like, especially the running backs on the bench. <laughs> yeah, oh, the running, the running back bench stacked. is probably yeah. you probably have the best running back bench in the league. I would say that. Reese Hall, Pollard, and Patterson. Very mm-hmm. interchangeable. They're very interchangeable. Hopefully, yeah. that doesn't come back to bite me that I can't pick the right one because that has happened. A lot of times. Same well, here. I think what uh, what Logan's hoping here is for Zeke to somehow go down during the season, or just Pollard that, to win out the job. That, that is that is the actual Pollard. Hope. <laughs> Pollard's a dangerous man. He is a dangerous, dangerous man. Pollard is perhaps the most dangerous running back with the least amount of carries. Mm-hmm. But um, so we'll we'll keep an eye on that throughout the year. But overall, I'm giving Logan's team here about an eight. I would say an eight's a very, very fair rating there. Fair. We'll take it. We'll take it. And then we're going to go over here to Dalvin and Hobbs. (laughs) That's a good name. I'm sorry. It is actually a good name. I just like good good. puns, you know? Everyone likes good puns. puns. Is that why you laughed over Admiral Dakbar, but not Kelvin Ridley's gambling habits? By the way, Kelvin Ridley, still on the bench. Do I sign? No, dog. <laughs> hey man, I gotta have oh, a, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotta, sign, uh, when, sign him and drop um Godwin for me, please. Oh no, when when uh, Michael Gallup comes back, I'll just put him in the IR spot instead. <laughs> I think it's kind of wild that he was suspended for all seventeen games. That's kind of BS. I think it's hilarious. Yeah, it's it's kind of stupid, but yeah, guys, don't gamble. Don't don't check my Fanduel <laughs> account. Uh, don't check my options account, but don't gamble. Don't. It's a bad idea. It's a bad idea. Don't do it. Like you can do it. I understand. I, I understand, understand why they wouldn't want players themselves to gamble. But I mean, wasn't and, he gambling while yeah, he was hurt? gambling? He I picked thought, his own team to win. Right. Yeah, he picked his yeah. own team to win. Like, like I, I feel yeah. like I don't see, I feel like I don't see a problem with like that. Picking your own team to win a bet. Now, if he was picking his own team to lose and he's dropping balls out of here during the mm. game when. Doesn't usually that would be a problem. Story. I could see that one hundred percent. If he's dropping more balls than <clears throat> the high school freshman class, then you have an issue, you know. But you no, know, I I think that was very very dumb of the league. But you know, it is what it is. Having Deshaun so Watson as my QB, I don't mind though. I think that I think the punishments are fair. They should be flipped. They're good punishments as is. Um. So now going through Joey's team here, we got Jalen Hurts. At the starting QB position, we all know my feelings on Jalen Hurts. Um, looking at it, 
looking at it from an anti-bias perspective, he does have great mobility. And I do like what he can do when it comes to maneuvering out of the pocket. Not really sold on the arm yet. Uh, I would not say Hertz is of top eight value at the QB position coming into this year. Mm. But, you know. Top eight upside, I would say. I don't. Yeah, he has he has pretty good upside. I mean, looking at his last year, he had three or thirty one hundred forty four yards, sixteen touchdowns, passing, but he still had three hundred twelve fantasy points. So he's obviously a good rusher. So I for me the big several two touchdown games in the ground, one with three. Yeah. I mean, I remember people so, griping about Miles Sanders not getting the carries. So. He's, he's yes. got upside. Don't get me He's got – yeah, oh, he's got upside for sure. I'm just but not that's, sold on it. I'm just that's why I'm keeping Kyler Murray for – that's why I'm keeping Kyler Murray for I feel like Kyler Murray is going to be – Not for Nick Folk? Come on. Your better option. I feel like Kyler Murray is going to be the better option in the long I'm, run. I'm going to consider my options while the first couple weeks play out. Or we least. also have to We also have to keep an eye on the D-hop situation. Is that oh, really – that really goes into what you really do with Kyler. That is true. Once D-Hop comes back, Kyler mm-hmm. is going to be throwing a bit more. So, so yeah, I we'll do like Marcus sure. Brown on that team, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, speaking of uh, speaking of some good talent coming up, well, we got Dalvin Cook as your running back. I like that. I like the pick. Um, I don't think... Um, what is, sorry, okay, I'm outside on the, on the porch now, and I just saw, I sh- I don't I even know if I man. should say that on the podcast, anyways, oh. um, yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that at After Hours, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> After Hours, <laughs> um, I do believe that Dominic Cook's gonna have a great year, um, I think, you know, over the last what is it now? Like three to four seasons, he's he's had some pretty good, some pretty good numbers, and I don't really think he slows down. Um, so yeah, like the cook pick. The only problem I have getting into Fournette is just more of an injury problem. I in the past couple seasons, you know, it has been a buggy thing if I'm not, you know, mistaken with he's the shoulder. Age too, doesn't he? He's old. He's and he's getting up there in age. That's another thing. And if I'm not mistaken, Tampa Bay yeah, took a running back in this past draft. So Rashad we'll see. White. Yep. Yeah, Rashad White. So we'll see how we'll see how that all ends up and all that. But I don't I don't really like the Fournette pick. It's it's a decent pick, don't get me wrong. Um but definitely think that uh, Fournette's not a reliable option at the stretch. Um, Fair point. Keenan Allen, amazing. What can be said, what cannot be said about Keenan Allen is the better term. Um, you know, he's going to have a great year. And that that whole Chargers team just got revitalized this offseason. It's just, there's going to be a whole a culture switch down there. It's... I'm really high on the Chargers this season, and I think it's going to reflect through Allen. 
Jalen Waddle, um, like the pick, you know, really good last season. Only problem I have with it is, of course, Tyree coming to town. So, you know, it takes, it takes a bit of the attention away. Um, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. I mean, Waddle uh, yeah. last season had a, you know, had a, what was it, a thousand yard year, six tuds, I believe. Yep. Yep. I just checked it. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I think the numbers do go down a bit. Don't know if he's a thousand yard receiver this year. We'll see, but you know, I, I think the Waddle picks an all right. And then we got Hunter Henry. That was a pretty good pick. I do believe Hunter Henry's got some pretty good upside. He's up there in the tight end position. So we like the Hunter Henry pick. And it was St. Brown, you know, had a pretty good year last year. I think. You know, I think we're going to see improvements. Um, if I'm not mistaken, what was he? Second round pick last year? Uh, St. Brown? Uh, I don't know, to be honest. No, I think mm, – I'm not too sure what he was, actually. He came into a frenzy. Oh, no, no, no. I think, I, got, I think he got taken lower because I, I remember I remember saying, like – I think I remember saying last year that Detroit got some really good value. Yeah, the last, the last six games. Let me check. I'm checking out. The last I'm six games. Right. Fourth yeah. round. He's, he's fourth targets, round. So he's right. in the fourth round last year. So. He really you know, came on week 13. Pretty, pretty good value on, for so. the fourth round. And I think he just improved. So I do. I actually love the same round pick. I think having him right there in the flex is nice. Um, I know I do because I wanted him. Chart, yeah, <laughs> Chargers defense. You know, improved. We got some big name. We had a big name come to town. Big old Vaughn. So. You know, we'll see how that one goes. Jake Elliott is a kicker. It's 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 a it's a good choice. Um, it's gonna be a better choice when it's a game winner on Dallas. <laughs> no. Won't need, won't need to hit a game winner because no. he'll already oh, right. be up by like he'll 20. hit a, he'll hit a field goal and be like ah final score Philly thirty four it, Dallas just, seven. It's just so funny. To, it's it's just so funny to me that you guys think that and you do you not remember the Dallas and Philly games last year? Very I mean, do, 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 do we need Brown to talk about year? it? Do you really think AJ Brown adds what thirty extra points per game to be able to beat Dallas? Jordan Davis <laughs> takes off at least fourteen. Especially Dallas beat Philly line. both times by over twenty. I don't really Phil. know. You know what? If you get that value, Bass, that's why five dollars right now. If what, you can, what if you the heck argue, you guys are talking about? I'll give you Jordan five dollars right now, Bass. I'll give you five dollars right now if you can argue to me what the Cowboys did in the offseason that makes them better. Exactly well, you see, we, exactly we, got, we got the most electrifying returner this year, okay? Oh, yeah, we got, got the USFL MVP. Oh we got Turpin. You were not going to argue know? that a USFL guy blowing up was your one move. Like, you knew that was going to happen. It's like the Micah okay. Parsons pick. Like, they we're acted like they not, knew Micah Parsons was We're also not going to pretend like there's – we're also not going to pretend like USFL does also have some good talent. You know, they do have some NFL talent over there. It just has to be there. discovered. Um, I do think I do think Turpin's going to make some noise with the special teams. Um, obviously, he's going to be brought in for some of the receiver reps, especially these first couple weeks. Um, I like him. We'll see what it we'll, – we'll, we'll see the value that it adds. Um, so, obviously, losing Amari hurts, but – 
I do think that, that Dak's going to play really well, even without Amari. And, I mean, games without Amari last year, Dak still played pretty well in. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think it's a next man up kind of a situation. And when know. it gets fixed, it gets fixed. I, I can see another situation. Like, the same thing that happened with Amari. We traded for him midseason in the 18 season. It's probably going to be a similar thing. Cowboys just going to bring in anyways, someone eventually anyways, after a few weeks. Cowboys reigns. You can keep bench. talking about the 90s. My goodness, he's just going to rattle off like the whole history of the team. Like, oh, it started with Roger Staubach and Tom Landry. That's that's not what I was doing. Anyways. Uh, bring back Roger Staubach. So, Joey's bench here. We got, <laughs> we got Montgomery. Um, not exactly. I don't exactly know how I feel about that. Um, but, you know, he's on the bench for a reason. Yeah, Kyler Murray, and you know Kyler Murray's a great pick and all, but um, still don't know why you have Jalen Hurts as as your starter here. I like him against Detroit. Okay, I guess for Week One, but throughout the, throughout the season, I would think it's a fair assumption. Bassett, to say that are you Kyler trying Murray's... to get Joey to trade you Jalen Hurts? Is that what you're saying? If you see Jalen Hurts on my team, I want you to put a nine millimeter right between my eyes. <laughs> I think that means yes. I think so. I don't know. That. I'm not from Texas, but I can assume that's a yes. Devonta Smith and don't I don't I don't see improvement, especially with, of course, Brown coming in. So. Um, We'll see a bit of a setback with him. Still a decent pick. Still a good pick. Um, AJ Dillon's a great pick. I, you know, I think, I think we'll see, you'll see some great value out of him coming out. Robinson, I think, is. Oh, that that one. That one's a fifty. I think that's my least favorite pick of the draft. That's that's a fifty-fifty. I can. He was hurt a lot. I can. Too. I can. I can see him. Having a good a good couple of games throughout the season, but I mean, I don't see it being consistent whatsoever. Travis Etienne's ACL will hold up, and James <laughs> Robinson will not start. <laughs> <laughs> um, we got Naheem Hines. Yeah, um, <laughs> we're just gonna. It's a bench of handcuffs. Still, That's really what it is. Is this like that? Three insurance policies. And then Jahan Dotson. Um, I think Dotson's a good pick. I think, I think Dotson will will serve some some good points throughout the season. I do like overall. Dotson. Overall, your starting lineup, your starting lineup, I would give an an eight. The the bench, outside of Murray and Dylan, is um, a bit left to be desired. Um, overall, I give this team. A seven and a half, eight, maybe. Did but he, did he no, give us both an eight? Seven and a half. Am I remembering this right? Did we both get eight? No. I gave you an eight. I'm giving him a seven point five. Yes, let's go. That's fair. Uh, that note, I do think I out of the three, I do think out of our three teams, I do See think you guys Logan next has week? the better team. I do think Logan has the the best pre week one <sighs> team. But like he's like, hey, like we were saying. You never know what happens throughout the season. There's not going to be See a 10 team play crash, boys. Keep hoping, all right? <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> so, 
So, yeah, we'll, we'll see how everything works out. But, yeah, I, I like all three of our teams, I think. All three of us have some great value and a little bit of work cool. to be done on each team, of course. And obviously, obviously. we'll all address Trades that. throughout the season. But we'll see how they do it during yeah. the season, obviously. Yeah, we'll, we'll pick up. We'll pick this up, you know, after week one's performance and we intend to more about it then. Well, as Bass fades into the distance, um, like a sad, sad end to a movie like Old Yeller, uh, we have ran for a long time. Uh, We're getting close. We're getting close to like two hours. (laughs) So I'm going to have to chop this up into two parts for sure. Um, But we're going to definitely be following this throughout the year. It's a long football season. Obviously, we're going to check in on fantasy. It's not going to be as in-depth as this week to week. Um, obviously, but I don't know. It should be a fun year. Good to have it back. Good to have the podcast back. Good to see Bass on the podcast. Uh, he was very MIA at times last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was... Outro. 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 Outro time. Outro. 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 Oh, is this your well, outro? he can't get to the outro. Oh, I, I, I think Bass is doing his own outro here. That's what that is. No, no that, that is the outro. That is the outro. That is a bad outro. That's a bad outro. You can't do that. You can't just say outro. <laughs> just, I just uh, chant outro for about 30 seconds. Uh, what t- what time? What day do you want to do this again? Probably f- maybe Friday. So we want to talk about Thursday's game or Saturday, either or. Uh, either way, we'll be. Uh, well, you want to, you want to do it after. It's going to be for sure before the Sunday game, and maybe after yeah, probably. Thursday night. And it won't be long. It'll just be like talking about stuff. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. a quick one. Well, yeah. I do think for sure from now on we should keep the podcast. The first podcast of the week should be definitely Wednesday, right before Thursday's game, so we can actually talk about it and talk about the previous weeks. You know, crap yeah. and all that. Um, yeah. And then obviously, whether we choose Friday or Saturday, but yeah, I think for sure if we're going to be, if the next one we're going to do is Friday or Saturday, we should be talking. All right. Anyways, that's all we got for banter on the bench. We're going to be back probably Saturday, Friday, Saturday. So stay tuned for us then. We're going to have more banter, a little bit less in depth. Um, should be more exciting podcast going forward. This one's a bit of a drag, but obviously we want to get everyone established, get everyone's opinions on their team, their fantasy team. But like I said, maybe we'll start the mud throwing next week once this league gets underway, all the speculation stops. So make sure to tune in, make sure to follow the Instagram. It's banter on the bench, exactly as you see it on the screen, exactly the same as the podcast show, same logo. Shouldn't be that hard to find, uh, but we'll catch you guys then. And, this is the Goot signing off for also signing off for Joey and Bass. And just remember, even though we all may be bench warmers, our banter is Hall of Fame worthy. Outro, 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 outro,